Well, hello there, all of you spooky bitches. We're doing something a little different at the top of this episode because we found out that one of our biggest fans, which, trust me, the fact that we have people that call themselves fans is just as shocking to us. Um, She is turning 23 today for the second time. So happy birthday, Catherine, all the way in the United Kingdom. We love you. Thank you for listening. And we hope that you enjoy all of the gin that has been ever manufactured in the history of gin today. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Now move your mic back. Why is it fucking four feet away from your face? I'm sorry. I was comfortable. I'm in bed in my Golden Girls pajamas. I'm sorry. I'm eating chocolates for dinner. We're doing a job that we get paid thousands and thousands of dollars from unsuspecting victims to read their tea leaves. (laughs) Oh, I'm Joy. Oh, I'm Emily. (laughs) And this is... The residuals. <laughs> you know, all right. <laughs> Seriously. One of our favorite people that we've in the whole world. In the whole, just outside of Just in search, general. Just, <laughs> oh. Sorry, everybody else. We have Anessa back. Anessa. Hey, it's me. Hi. Hi. Last time we recorded with Anessa, it was one of our first podcast episodes, and mm-hmm. I didn't know how to work our equipment, and maybe only one of our microphones worked, and we were recording outside. All True. things that we've discovered since then, not necessarily the best way to do a podcast. So, mm-hmm. Some of you know, us might have even had roller skates on. Some of us, uh, maybe. 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 Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, hi, welcome back. You had amazing, terrifying stories. Shit, what episode? It was the scones. Scones. It was episode five, scones. 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 Discussed um, being woken up in the middle of the night by a crouching figure near her bed. Uh, Talked about a mobile that was hanging in her room made of embroidery thread that she used to rub on her face because it felt really good. And the weird man in the hat was there doing the same thing. Uh, We talked about a haunted mansion that she had an apartment in the basement of. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Go back and listen. If you did not hear episode five, fucking stop right now. Do not listen anymore because you won't Stop know what it. the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Go back. Listen to episode five. It's very funny. Uh, and then after that, come back and start this one again. And uh, there is a documentary called The Nightmare. Is that correct? It's called The Nightmare? Yeah. So yeah, there's another one now, too. Yeah. Just the yeah. man in the hat, right? It is about a common thread of people who have sleep paralysis who all over the world, internationally, not connected to each other, all have had sleep paralysis where they have woken up and seen a tall man in a hat, black, silhouette, like, dude, wearing, like, a duster. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. That just cracks me up. But (laughs) it's, and that's what they say, and it's a common thread for all of them. And so this documentary called The Nightmare explores that and that is what Anessa experienced I I actually want to if it's all right with you I want to explore topic she's such an English bitch right yes man in the hat there's actually a new documentary on Amazon called man in the hat um yeah it's a thing and it's been a thing for as far back as people have been telling stories of things all over the world I mean, I assume as far back as at least hats and dusters were invented. It's not, first of all. 
not a duster. It's a practical <laughs> piece of clothing. It's like a, like a it's like a nondescript tape-ish poncho. Type of, but I don't know. It's just it, the hat is. Uh, it, it's like the faceless face and the hat are really all you're looking at. Cause yeah, it's very scary. Um, but yes, so I just happened upon this other documentary last night, and the way that it starts is so accurate. All of these people going, I, and it, it's not, I, I never had sleep paralysis. In the nightmare, it's about sleep paralysis and the man in the hat, but the man in the hat is not always accompanied with sleep paralysis I don't think I did anyways because I saw him a few times and I don't ever remember feeling like I couldn't move except for fear I would like to interject and say that might have more to do with you and your abilities than the average bear yes fair well on the documentary it's it's also both of them I think say that it's not always sleep paralysis and they also in the documentary associate man in the hat with the shadow people which i don't believe i've ever experienced it's it's more it's more babadookie as uh oh god that's awful i think we talked about that yeah i know but like he doesn't have long hands but it's more that shape that silhouette they were talking about how long just that image of a silhouette of a man in the hat has been around. And they actually refer to Sandeman's uh, port, you know, port wine, that company Sandeman. No, let me look. The label is the guy and that's been handed down for generations. And they're like, yeah. What is it? Sandeman? What? A-N-D-E-N-D. Oh, that's, that's not cool. It's, that's what I'm saying, and that's like what Italy. I don't even maybe Wait, show me what is it. Tell me how it's spelled. S A. I'll show you. Enjoy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Zorro. That even right. It's a very tall Zorro with a small head. But that Sandman guy has been around since. No, I mean more. I'm wondering if there was some sort of influence with Zorro. Oh, maybe. And the Hamburglar. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to be posting this on our social media for all of you people at home. Shit. But this is a really fucking creepy version of this. Yeah. yeah. Yowzers. What's the date? It says established 17 something, right? 1790. There you go. Portugal. There you go. Oof. He's a, uh, he's, He's been around for a long time, and uh, y- you know, sometimes I don't want to. We talked about this so much on the last one. I don't want to harp on it too long. I just felt like since that I just watched this thing again last night, it sort of you know made me reminded me that I'm not a complete lunatic. <laughs> so I went back and listened to episode five so that I wouldn't be overly redundant. And then I talked about something that I talked about on there for a really long time. It's um, fine. It's fine. Because uh, not everyone is going to go back and listen. So we're just going to catch up the people who already listened to five. And uh, the people who haven't listened, their penance is having to listen again because they should have been listening since the beginning. So fuck Yeah. Shame on you. What would you like to share this time? Because I know you have lots of things to talk about. I actually made a list in my my phone. Things to tell the podcast. Tortuga necklace. Ooh. That. Train tracks. Ooh. Um, baby monitor. <laughs> <gasps> you know I love the, that shit. That baby monitor is my jam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ouija board. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, rose smell. I texted you guys. Ooh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, just pick one of those. That's a lot. Wait, just one? Or just to well, start. To start yeah. Let's just start with the Ouija board. Ouija board, yeah. All right. I feel like okay. that plays broadly in our audience. Yeah, all of those people who bought one from a toy company, that they were, the, the people who were like, what what should we give children to entertain themselves with? Mm, Opening a portal to hell. Let's do it. 
Let's do it. Let's okay, summon well, the I, devil, I, kids. Uh, I did not buy a Ouija board from, what was it? Blamo? Milton Bradley. <laughs> Milton Bradley. <laughs> um, so I did not have the instructions. Um, I instead oh. made one <gasps> with my friend on the bottom of a, you know, one of those cardboard build-yourself boxes, storage boxes. We took the lid off and like turned an it over. Depot? Like an office yeah, depot filing box? Like that. No, well, but like big. For yeah, like yeah. The legal size. Um, Got it. Big. Um, so this is like the early 90s, I'd say. And that is the I believe, right time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe that, I mean, at this point, I was probably... 12, 13. I had, uh, shit had already happened to me. I had already seen shit. I already was like, okay, there's something happening here. But you were still young enough to think that a Ouija board was something that they found like buried but next I, to yeah. Jesus because it was so old. I, I, well, no, because I made it out of a box. But you knew what Ouija I, boards were. Yes, and I don't remember how I knew. Did you were. do it with the cup on top of it? No, I took a parquet butter lid and cut a hole. <laughs> Shut up! Crafty witch jet. from the get. A la jet. My love for you grows intensely every oh. time we talk. <laughs> Continue. Oh no, I knew. I knew that we had to have the whole alphabet. And I knew that it had to be kind of arced because of a picture I saw. And I knew you needed yes, no. And I knew you needed the numbers. Yeah, so we made it. And, okay, so stuff has already happened to me at this point. And I had an interest in the supernatural. But I also don't think I thought that a Ouija board would actually work. Because I didn't take it that seriously. Like, I made it seriously. And I wanted to do it seriously. But, like... My friend and I were using this to, <laughs> we were, we were meeting ghost boys. Okay. So. I was waiting what? for the boy link. Wait, you wanted ghost boyfriends? Uh, we were making shit up. I would be like, oh, I'm going to go over here and kiss my ghost boyfriend. And she was like, oh, I'm going to go over here and kiss my ghost boyfriend. Oh my God. This just gets better and better. <laughs> Wait, how old were you when you did this? Preteen at best. This is um, my favorite episode already. This is amazing. Here's <laughs> the thing, guys. While we were being giggly and girly, I let something out of that board. There was a point, because I-, I told you in episode five how my bedroom was laid out back then, and I had two closet doors, remember? Mm-hmm. The right-hand side closet door was where I kept all of my clothes, and the left-hand side closet door was like storage slash the box that I took the top off of and made a Ouija board out of. Mm-hmm. That was all in that closet. Um, I became very afraid of that closet quickly. Very afraid of it. I, I want to say the door used to open, but I don't know if that was my imagination or if I ever actually saw it or if I just thought about it a lot because I was so afraid of an energy that was in there. Oh, so my friend that I am purposefully not naming in this scenario is the same person throughout this whole story, I should mention. And we're still good friends to this day. And I feel like she probably wouldn't want to be associated with how stupid we were. Um, I don't understand but, why, but okay. I mean, as far as we were concerned, we were making up their names. We were like, oh, he's 17, and he looks like this, and he's super. And she's like, oh, mine's whatever, and he looks. We were just making it up. You know, we would talk about it years later. Neither of us were moving the thing. We were making up the details about what our dream ghost boyfriends look like and how old they were and what their names were and all of that. But the thing was moving. And whatever happened from that made me very afraid of that closet and so it wasn't until my friend was around that we would pull it out and I think because I would tell her like it's starting to freak me out a little bit but then we were like well let's let's try this and then it was like is there anybody we 
Oh, 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 I haven't thought about this one in a long time. So do you remember that show, Dear John? Yes, yes. Character of John on the show. I can't remember what his last name was, but my friend and I were doing a Ouija board middle of the day because we were like, let's just do it during the day. Maybe it will be scary. I don't know. And it said that it was John, whatever that character's last name is. And we were like, huh? And then he said he wasn't dead, that he was drunk. What? What? Yeah. And we were like, what? Exactly. And then uh, I don't remember how it came about, but we ended up pulling out the phone book and calling (laughs) this name. What? I'm not joking. And and it took a while, but he went, hello. (gasps) We all know. Wait. And hello. And we hung up. I don't know if it was him or not. So a legit name came through. It, but it was the name of the character from Dear right. John. But it said he wasn't dead, he was drunk. And yeah. so you looked him up in the white pages. Yeah. Because it was before the internet. And you yeah. called him and a guy by that name that you were given. Or at that number uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Answered the phone and he was drunk. He just hiccuped and said hello. He might not have been drunk. He just hiccuped. So we were like, ah. Oh, and my was, God. So, like, she and I both heard it. We never knew to say goodbye. Uh, we never knew that was a thing that you had I mean, to do. Because yeah. We were just sort of messing around. Um, anyways, I got so terrified by this closet door thing. And this also was happening around the time that Man in the Hat was happening. So I think in my head, I was combining those two things. Um, one night. I combined, though. I mean, it could have been, that could have been what came out. It could have been the fucking portal. I don't know. But so what I did was, in the middle of the night, because I didn't want my parents to know that I had made a fucking Ouija board out of a box, I took the box top downstairs, outside, and put it in the trash can that was by the garage. Like, out of the house. Get out of here. I don't want it. My friend came over after that at some point and to spend the night and I left the room and I came back and she had it out on the floor. What the fuck? And I was like, what? And it was the same one. I was like, where did you get that? And she said, it was in your closet where it always is. And I was like, no, I threw it away. And she was like, no, it was on the box. And so then I had the whole thought process of, do I ask if my parents found it and they brought it in and put it back on the box then they would have seen that I had drawn a Ouija board on it and surely my Jesus loving family would have you know had a little talk with me or something um and I I never asked but I put it out again and it didn't come back um but I I did make sure to put it out like the night before the garbage went like the garbage went to the Mm -hmm. curb um so there was that but again still never closed it Oh, God. <laughs> um, that was it. However, years yeah. later, still, like I, I would never. It, it gave me the creeps. I, I still couldn't sleep in that room without hearing voices. Everybody I ever, even as an adult, if I brought a boy, brought a boyfriend to my parents, they would either not sleep or they would think they heard talking or something. Like that room was just fucked. Whoa, you made a a communication board, a talking board, right? I now know is way more powerful than a mass produced one made, (sighs) you know, by a company. Right. Because you said we were taking it seriously when we made it. We were taking it seriously with the idea when we were using it, we were kind of like flippant, but yeah, you, I think, I think we were a little scared in retrospect, sure. I think we were a little scared at first, and that's why we ended up taking it less. Like, oh, this is my ghost boyfriend. Yeah. Um, maybe it was a little too real, you know? Mm-hmm. We've talked before about whether or not we think, like when we've talked about Ouija boards before, when we've said, like, oh, well, it's something that was mass-produced as a game, and it's not 
you know, made with any special ingredients. It's not like prayed over. So it's the intention behind it. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. You could write it on a napkin or you can like have it mass produced. It doesn't, okay. it's what you put into it, what you're expecting to get out of it. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't know that, I don't know how much stock I put into having to have the actual board to close things either. Like, I think you can close stuff without, again, because it would be the intention that you use or make. But again, if I had known that it needed to be done with or without the board, I would have done it. I didn't know that I, I didn't know it had to be done at all. I didn't know you had to be like, I'm done with this. Maybe it right. didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I mean, I didn't need to be done. I thought that was me being done. I'm also wondering if that was something that was moved entirely without you being involved, or if there was some sort of like sleepwalking that ever happened with you or anything. Again, as I mentioned in episode five, I, 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 alarms would have gone off if I had gone. Oh, outside that's right. That's right. At that's night. Right. Okay. Oh yeah. No, there was mm-hmm. there wasn't there was no That's, going outside after after night, yeah. especially That's at that insane. age. On lockdown. But right. nothing followed you, right? It just stayed in that house. I don't know. Mm. See? Now outside of that house, I haven't had a lot of negative experiences. Mm-hmm. I think not. But here's the thing. Harvey destroyed that house. Yeah. There is now a crazy future house where my parents and my family home used to be. Wow. And I'm really curious to know how the building's going. (laughs) I was just going to (laughs) say that they have an uninvited roommate. So I I have a question Mm -hmm. for you. Have... Since our last interview, like since our last chat with you, fall of last year, has anything started happening in your house? Yeah. Hmm. Tell us about it. I don't know if it's opening myself up to back up to talking about it or taking this journey with you guys, listening to all of your podcasts and watching the shows and other podcasts and whatever, and just listening to that side of me more subconsciously or otherwise, Mm -hmm. Um, or if it's pandemic or if it's all the energy that's around lately, or frankly, if it's exhaustion from school and everything, but just out of my periphery a lot, there's something there. And it's different. It's not like my usual stuff. This is wide awake stuff. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot. And it's a lot in my bedroom where I'm at school. So I'm on my laptop and it's over here. Like, yeah. Left shoulder. I think I told you guys my shower came on. No. Oh, no, you told. Yes. Yeah. I okay. didn't know this. Um, I was yeah. just working and then I thought something was digging. It sounded like an animal like digging somewhere in the wall no and I was like I turned off my headphones and I was like right and so I went sort of because it's the middle of the night I'm always at school at stupid o'clock so it was everyone was asleep and I was kind of trying to listen for what it was and I went into the bathroom which is right there to my left when I'm at school or on the laptop doing school and into the bathroom and I realized that it wasn't scratching. It was the shower had dripping, like a lot of dripping, which has, we've been here for well over a year. Yeah. And that's never, ever, ever happened with any of our showers. And it was just out of nowhere. And I don't remember what I was doing, but I even remember kind of laughing to myself that like, of course that would happen right now. Um, and then that same night, Yoshi heard something and he thought it was an animal outside in the alleyway because he kept going outside and I was like, what's going on? And then he said he thought he heard it inside the house too. And he had no idea about the shower thing. So it was just a weird coincidence that those things both happened on the same night. And then it wasn't long after that, that I started getting the overwhelming 
smell of roses all the time. Like I'm nose blind, you guys. Like yeah. if I want to smell something, I kind of have to think about it. Like I have to like <laughs> purposefully turn my nose on and be like, <laughs> okay. Otherwise I'd, I'd half the time I just don't smell this rose smell was so potent that I could taste it. It was like, it, it, it's not like the smell of rose water or a rose scented thing. It was the smell of rose still on the stem growing from the ground, like fresh rose, not cut. It's the, it was the smell of like putting your face in a fully blooming rose bush oh. to the extent that literally I could taste it. Wow. For wow. Days. So the animal that Yoshi was hearing outside, what noises was he hearing that he thought it was an animal? Was it growling? Scratching. No, mm. I think it's scratching too. Jesus. But now keep, here, here's the thing though. Our neighbors have been dealing with raccoons for a while. So oh, fucking trash pandas. Raccoons. But because it happened the same night directly after the shower coming on, I don't, it was not raccoons for me. Well, you mm. thought you heard something digging. He thought he heard something digging, even though it turned out to be the shower. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there also something with the lock on the door? Oh, yes. That night. Same night. That was oh, the same night. Boy. Yes. Um, we have a smart lock on our front door that makes a noise and goes when it's locked or if it's unlocked, it makes a sound and you can control it with your phone or your voice, or there's a keypad on the outside. It was the middle of the night. Yoshi said he heard the front door unlock. We have camera on our porch, nothing there, but it unlocked. It physically went and then said, but he was like, Already kind of weirded out from the animal sounds earlier. So I guess he was just on edge. And I can't remember if he said it happened again or not. But there's camera. There's nobody on the porch. So that was all very close together for me. What if something was trying to get in and something inside was keeping it out? Yeah, but the door unlocked. It didn't lock. No, it was outside trying to come in and the roses were keeping it out whatever the roses are. How much time was between the shower and the noises that Yoshi heard? I'm not sure. But Um, it was the same night. Yeah, he didn't tell me when it happened. I just came in and he said that he had heard it earlier or something. Wow. But yeah, it was all My first instinct, which I'm trying to listen to more. Well done. (laughs) Is that you heard something that you perceived as digging, which was the shower, and you were like, oh, of course. And then something was like, roses. Right? Those two things happened Rose, in that order? The roses wasn't that night. Oh, okay. The roses was soon thereafter. Like, uh, I don't remember how. It wasn't the same day. It may have been okay. the next day. It may have been two days later. But th- this all happened. All of those things happened at once, and then everything since then has just sort of been compounding. Um, so what's happened since then? Well, my intuition in that moment, that night, I felt like something was just trying to get my attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. The test was to get, to, to develop enough energy to make a sound that they would know I could hear because it would get me out of my seat to go see, mm-hmm. as opposed to just being like, huh? Yeah. That can mean anything. This mm. was strong enough and powerful enough. I took my headphones out, got out of my chair, and went to investigate. So if something was trying to get my attention, they then know, knew that they were capable of doing so. Jesus. Right. So if that thing worked, then maybe they were also responsible for the roses. But I can't associate anyone with the smell of roses. I don't know of anyone that... I mean, my grandmother, who was my best friend in the whole world's name is Rosemary, but she never, th- it's it somebody not somebody who lived there. It might be somebody who lived there. No idea. It was just so freaking strong. And then Emily sent me the thing about roses. Yeah. I'm but just looking it up again. It's like an angel protection. Oh, it's right. called the odor of sanctity. 
And according to the Catholic Church, it's commonly understood to mean a specific scent, often compared to flowers that emanates from the bodies of saints, especially from the wounds of stigmata. (laughs) Everybody thinks theirs smells like roses. Yep, I think my stigmata smells like roses. Um, I'm finding ghost stories right now that I'm looking at or like haunting actual true stories. There's one I'm reading right now in the New York times that one of their first signs of haunting was smell of roses. But yeah, it was an angel thing. It's supposed to be, it's allegedly related to the presence of the Virgin Mary. It's normally, it's commonly associated with angelic messages. Roses are the ultimate symbol of love Angels send us their scent, their scent in order to make us feel loved and safe. This scent okay, so, symbolizes ultimate love, divine love. So maybe what was trying to get my attention was something negative and the rose smell was to be like, don't worry, I got this. Or maybe it was the same person. Joy knows. You know, no, I, I, want, I want your opinions because I feel uh, like you guys have tapped into some shit in yourselves and I want to hear. I still am very much in this like outside inside thing. I agree with you on that. If he was like, it sounds like something is scratching outside. Like that makes me feel like whatever was happening in the shower was um, more like trying to get your attention that other things were going on. Mm-hmm. I think the thing inside was trying to get your attention that shit was going on outside. Agree 100%. But mm. the, the thing outside was not getting my attention. It was getting Yoshi's attention. Right. But, but I think the thing. the thing inside was like, hello, hello, McFly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe so. But the, this, 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 feeling of somebody just over my shoulder what does that energy feel like does it feel like a man does it feel like a woman feels like a man um it's very present and it's not i don't know if it's bad i don't necessarily think it's bad i just feel like it's invading my privacy more than anything yeah it doesn't have boundaries it doesn't or different like i've out loud said go away fuck off like repeatedly I don't feel scared. I feel in control Yeah. when this happens. Like, look, I'm about to go into one of my other ghost stories that I gave. I'm about tell to us, give tell to us, your, tell uh, us. this is going to lead right into voices on the baby monitor. So, mm. um, like it's, it got to the point where again, middle of the night doing school, I've got the baby monitor on, I'm getting ready for bed. And there are some nights where I'm so fried that I feel like I'm hearing voices and I oftentimes, most times sleep with my headphones on. I'm, I'm one of the weirdos that like passes out if ASMR is on. So mm-hmm. That's a lot not of weird, like, dude, it knocks me right out. So I'll have voices anyways in my, in my headphones, but then I'll be like, wait, that was different. And I'll take one out. It doesn't necessarily mean anything strange, except that I'm already so aware of another presence that I half expect to hear something, whereas that didn't used to be the case, mm-hmm. at least not in California or at this house. So I'm like out of breath talking about it. I This one night I was laying there and I was falling asleep and I heard a man's voice and I sort of like turned my focus back into my headphones because I was listening to ASMR and a woman was talking, but I have expected her to be like, oh, you know, to acknowledge this man's voice that I had just heard. But she kept talking. And then I realized it was one that I had heard before and there was never another person in it. So I suddenly was like, oh, fuck. And I took my earbuds out and I could hear it still. (gasps) Our neighbors next door like to rage. So my first thought was, they're just outside. They're having a party. And I looked at the time and I don't remember what time it was, but it was like four or something in the morning. It was late. But then I still got up and went because the back door is in my bedroom and listened and they were not having a party. So I came back and laid down and I couldn't hear the voice anymore. I mean, I, it, it wasn't happening anymore, but I could still hear it. 
and I, you know, you do that thing where you're like, did I imagine that? Um, and you kind of start trying to logic it away. Mm-hmm. You rationalize <laughs> I, it. Yeah, totally rationalize it. I must be just tired, blah, blah, blah. And so I started to fall asleep again and I heard it again and I sat up and grabbed the baby monitor and I, I just, I just like yelled. I didn't hit the, the talk button or anything. I just, so I can hear you. Leave my fucking kid alone. And that was that. And Do you remember I, what it was I, saying? I couldn't understand it. It was just like mumbling in his room? Yes, yes. Um, but I knew it was coming from, like, at first I thought it was coming from, like I said, my headphones, and then they were out, and then I thought it's outside, and then I realized it was the monitor. Jesus. Um, and that was that. I didn't hear a response, but there that around that same time, I was laying in bed, not the same night, but just recent. This is all very recent. Um, I remember just knowing that someone else was there and it was dark. The only light in the room was my diffuser. Um, And I remember saying, I know you're here. I know you're here. I don't know what you want from me. You're always here now. Tell me what you want. Show me what you want. Give me something. I can't wait to listen to this back because I feel like there's going to be something on your tape right there. Okay. Are you okay? You look like you're going to cry. Something just happened. All right. I'm not going to cry. That was really powerful. You know what I want to do with you guys before we're done with this and while we're in this hot space? Mm-hmm. Can I ask it? Is that yes. fucked up? Is that going to screw you guys up? Or are you going to like... We're recording still. It doesn't bother me. I know, but I'm bringing it to you as well then. And if it's that easy, then... Wait, I'm going to say my thing. Uh, you can read your thing. And... I'll read along silently with and a we, commanding silent voice. Do in your silent voice in your head, use a commanding voice. That's Be a voice I have. bitch. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Go ahead. I think so. It is my intent to be free and clear from any externally generated non-beneficial energies. Any and all energies that are not aligned with the highest vibration, you will leave now. It is universal law and you are not permitted to be here. Okay, so what are you going to tell us? What the fuck do you want? There's anybody who needs to say anything? Get a message across? Now's the time. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now we're going to hear something in that because I know that something just happened in that my skin is crawling yeah how are you feeling can you ground yourself at all I don't know what that means just close your eyes for a second do like I do close your eyes (laughs) I'm not asleep I'm listening I swear All right, it's going to go from the top of your head all the way down to the base of your spine and then down to your toes. And you feel your roots grow through the floor. Okay. You're good. Do some remote access shit. Do you feel comfortable still talking about stuff after what's just happened? Because if not, it's okay. So Nigel lately, my son, has been waking up in the middle of the night and has we've been so tired we just put him in bed with us. Yeah. And uh, rather than like, you know, doing the right thing, which is, you know, teach us like kids to go back to sleep. I'm too tired. I don't want to do that. It's late. Dude, whatever. Um, You're in survival mode. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Pandemic, right? Yeah, um, he's not going to so- sleep with you forever. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it just means you can still have cuddles from your son when he hasn't moved out of your house and he's 45 um, and he's living in the basement. Rock and roll. That's my plan. I've been telling him um, that since before I gave birth. <laughs> he's never laying. He's mine forever. Uh, Nigel woke up and I went and grabbed him and put him in bed with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, not long after that, I woke up 
was very startled. <gasps> like one of those, like very startled. Forgotten mm-hmm. Idol was there. There was a man standing there and I thought it was Yoshi. What the fuck? No. The thing is, is that Yoshi, even when it is Yoshi, if I don't expect him to be there and he's there, this is the reaction that I have. Of course. So I, I just startle easily, which is hilariously ironic, I understand, but I do. And I mean, if he were to come out of the bathroom right now, I would react the same exact way as I did. I feel like that makes perfect sense. You know that anything could jump out at any time. Of course you startle easily. Thank you. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Thank you you for making sense of that. Um, So that's what I did. I And, I, and then I hear Nigel go, it's okay, mommy, it's okay. And then I'm like, oh, okay. it's just your dad. And then there's nobody there. I'm sorry, what? There was nobody there. No, I, that. There's so much that I woke up, had the gasp, woke up my son. He's saying it's okay. I say it's just your daddy. And he says there's nobody there. How does this thing feel to you compared to other ones? Does it feel like, because I know that you've had other things, <clears throat> people, I guess, visit who don't this know that you can see them. Okay. And it's like, oh, what does this feel the, like? This felt like more familiar. So I almost feel that's why I thought maybe it was Yoshi. Um, however, in retrospect, I wonder if it felt familiar because it's that thing mm-hmm. that's always been there for, you know, a while now. How long I'm has it been now. peripherally hanging out? Months. Months. Um, months. Not years. It's not all the time, and it's mostly when I'm focusing on school in that bedroom. Before September or after? After, but it's not that. I don't think that. I think it's it could be related to other things that have stirred up since then. Maybe. Yeah. Just Did we like, talk about that? Was that before we did our podcast or we after? We didn't talk about that, no. What are we talking about? My mom passed. In oh, yeah. Here. But that's when her bio mom came yes. on the scene and then learned about your bio dad and like all that stuff so I'm just wondering if now like everyone got the okay yeah I feel I, I do feel like it could very definitely be related it could be my dad he passed away a long time ago because I've had a couple of weird dreams about mine this last well, year but this person my father was very short. Mm-hmm. That was one of my I next questions. I don't know how tall he was, but and my mom is still quite tall. And my father, Not I nothing. Think, you can project whatever you want when you're dead. Legit. <laughs> I'm gonna be so tall, you guys. I'm gonna see. Be the so maybe what? See, look, your first reaction was, "I'm gonna be so tall." Well, maybe it was your dad's first. If you're a dude, of course. <laughs> so it could be. It could be. Under. Um. It's an interesting theory because it's not like a father that you grew up with and had like a an in-person like bond. So there's still like a genetic bond. Right. There's a thread. There's There's a thread. But it's not it's not familiar. So I'm wondering if there is that like I'm just like back here. I'm just like I'm making sure everything's okay. I'm back here and I'm hanging out, um, and I don't feel threatening, and maybe I'm kind no. of just annoying. Here's he's talking thing. to Here's his grandson. Death. Oh, he's chilling. He's visiting his grandson. And I, I said, leave my fucking son alone. And mm-hmm. then there he was. Yeah. Have you asked Nigel if he's because we had someone write in a story about hearing their child they were playing with their trains yep and they mentioned <clears throat> their great grandma's name and that grandma sorry <clears throat> they mentioned their great grandma's name and that grandma used to live in the house and passed away before they were born and they were playing with mm-hmm. in the magic with their friend who wasn't there and saying her name 
And I'm wondering if he has, if you hear him having imaginary, like imaginative independent play. Not with, and not with anyone that's not there, but he has brought up my mother to me a few mm-hmm. times, um, which is really cool. Like uh, while we were playing outside one day uh, in the water, in the water table, and we had a bunch of river rocks. And we were playing like geologist or whatever. <laughs> we had like a dish brush and they were kind of dirty. So we were like scrubbing them and whatever. And like, oh, look how pretty it is now. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we're doing our best. We're doing our best. Quarantine no, that life. sounds like a good time to me. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're really shiny when they're all clean. Um, but so we were had like, I don't know how many. And he pulled one out and he said, this one is Goggy's favorite. (gasps) And that's what my mom's grandma name was. And so my mom, through all of her poor woman, through all of her medical procedures and dental visits and fucking surgeries and everything that she went through, she always had a rock that she kept in her pocket that she would rub when she was nervous. Mm-hmm. And she would wear them down to nothing and then have to get a new rock and he said this one's Goggy's favorite my first thought was well it's going to be blue it wasn't blue and I was like well why is this her favorite and I had it in my hand and I turned it over and it fit and I was like hold up oh, wow. it fits there's a little notch that goes <gasps> right in between your point yeah. and your finger so that you can hold it perfectly and rub it it's made and that, that top side is flat it's made for rubbing. Did you keep so, it? I put it, I have, she used to have this, uh, she had this panda poppet that she took with her every time she went to the hospital. Not because she liked puppets. It was really soft, but she would like hide her tissues and her chapstick and shit inside this panda <laughs> and then sleep on it. Brilliant. Oh. So I put the rock inside the panda's right hand, which is where she would always rub hers. Oh my God. Where is that? In my bed. In your bed? Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, I feel like and things are thing. becoming much clearer now. There she is. Yeah. Yeah, so she's definitely around. She's around. But she's Nigel didn't know anything wrong. We hadn't been talking about her. Oh, when she shows up in my dream, she's amazing. She was, like, dating someone in a dream once. There's a guy... She was like, what do you think? And he was really tall. He had some swag. And it, I, th- I thought I knew who he was. And maybe I did. Maybe he was an old family friend that passed away or something. Yeah. But she's like, I've been after this one for a while. And I, in my dream, I thought she meant she'd been like chasing this guy around wherever. But again, in retrospect, maybe this was an old family friend that my mom always had the hots for. But they were like, I don't know. I got the the impression that they were an item. <laughs> I love that. So um, ridiculous. But no, she's fine. She's absolutely fine. Yeah, but she would never, she wouldn't have to sit in any kind of periphery. No. You know, that's no, why I'm just like, that's, she's around. It's not you her. That. She it's not goes her. in and out when she feels like. When you and dream you about, it. when you dream about your mom, are you able to set an intention before you go to sleep at night that you want to see her? No. That you want to dream about her? I think about it. I think like, oh, I miss you. I'd like to see you tonight, but it doesn't happen when I want it to. Right. It just happens when it happens. Yeah, I've never it's been on their schedule. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm wondering if just, I don't know, throwing this out there, if and when you have another dream with her, you bring this up to her and see what her, she says. That's a really, uh, if I can lucid, be lucid enough to do that, that's a really good idea. Well, we have, we have stories to save for later then. No, we do them now. No. All of them? No, no. not all of them. We'll do them. Let's do the Tortuga necklace. This was when I was still living in Houston. So I'm guessing 97 or 98. I started dating this guy that was a notorious player. I really liked him, and I was pretty sure he really liked me. 
but his friends were making bets about how long I would last. What the fuck? I, I didn't know that at the time. Um, that. That's awful. He, 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 his longest relationship before me was 11 months um. and he was 17 years old when that happened. And when we started dating, he was in his early mid twenties. Um, you say 11 months when you're 17 that's a really long time for seven yeah as long as he had ever had but he was promiscuous at least and then we ended up in a relationship and he stopped and he is who i eventually ended up moving to atlanta with um regardless when we first purple started, hair boy purple hair boy mm. when we first started dating um i there was one night i spent the night at his apartment and he lived like a disgusting bachelor. He lived alone. Uh, his place was a mess. He had inflatable furniture. It was fine. Can you imagine being in Atlanta where the summers are so hot and humid and you're hanging out in a plastic inflatable? No, yeah. it was worse. It was Houston. Way more hot. <laughs> way more humid. <laughs> and he had left to go to work. And I, st- I stayed and slept in. And I knew that there was a woman entity in his place. Um, I also knew there was a cat because I would wake up, it was a tuxedo cat and I would wake up and see this cat all the time. So, okay. So I knew there was a woman there and I, and I knew that she was very protective, but I didn't know of if she was being protective of him or me. I had given him this necklace. I don't remember where we were. It was a cheapy necklace that had a turtle on it and he'd always go, Tortuga! He's not Spanish. I don't know why he loves to call it Tortuga, but he did. His bedroom, bachelor, is basically a mattress. I think it was on the floor. It might have been on box springs. It definitely wasn't on a bed frame. But mattress against the wall under the window. Some, you know, whatever shelves over here. Against the opposite wall, there was a like a foot locker that had a full-length mirror leaning on it, like up on top of it, leaning on the wall. And to the right of that, there was a nail in the wall that had the Tortuga necklace hanging on it. Okay? That's all you need to know. So he leaves. I'm laying in his bed, and I start to feel that feeling again that I've been feeling that makes me, I know that she's there. And... So I just start talking because I'm in my 20s. This has already been going on for a decade. I'm used to just talking out loud to whatever, if I can see it or if I can't. And I was like, look, I know you're here. Um, I know that you are feeling very protective of somebody, but I don't know if it's of him or of me. And just then, the mirror slipped off the footlocker. One corner did to the side, caught on the Tortuga necklace, and I was making eye contact with myself in the mirror. <laughs> He's like, it's you. I'm worried about you. <laughs> just like, right caught into the necklace. The corner just right in there. No fan. No earthquake. Nothing happened. I didn't budge. I was laying down, and there I was. She was like, it's you. And it made me feel so fucking warm and protected. And I was like, oh, I'm okay, but thank you. Wow. And then it was like, after that, I was just like, she's got my back, man. She didn't leave his place, sadly. Mm. When, we, when we moved, she did not come with us. Aww. But how cool is that? That's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's intense. Ooh. It was so clean. It was just like... If I was asking one of you and you were to just point at me, <laughs> it, was yeah. so it was just like, here you go. Yeah. Oh, I know that you have a bunch more. I mean, God, you, you are incredibly sensitive. You've had a buttload of experiences, but understandably so. Stuff. And now there's new stuff. There's new stuff. So would you be cool with coming back on at some point after some time has passed to give us updates? Anytime. I mean, I'm wondering if maybe like some point like in the future when the world isn't about to end, like Mm. hanging by a thread, like maybe when they reopen things again for a week before everybody gets sick again, 
uh, <laughs> we can like all go out somewhere together and to a and bar. <laughs> oh, I know, I'm like haunted what? one. <laughs> no, and like ghost hunt together. Oh, I'd love um, that. Yes, yes, a million times, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to be on all the time. I just want to hang out with you guys. So I'm always on my mind. I love you and I miss you a lot. Obviously, I Joy. Miss, you know, I, so, whatever. I guess I, I miss, miss you too. It's fine, but but like, oh, I miss you. <laughs> oh, girls, you're both pretty. Um. So what were you gonna say, Joy? I was just gonna ask you if you could quickly tell me what you're thankful for this week. Oh, I'm thankful for. You guys, I'm thankful for my support network um, and I'm thankful for mental health professionals. One thing I wanted to touch on is our last episode, we discussed different things that have been brought up personally and emotionally for people during quarantine. And we discussed uh, disordered eating and how this has, you know, being in a situation where we have zero control tends to bring back those past things and i am going to put resources uh for people on our social media um this week so if you are having a hard time be it with um depression with anxiety um living in an unsafe situation um just mental health issues I'm going to, we're going to put some resources for you on our social media so that you can find somewhere there is, you can have information of somewhere to go for help or someone Mm -hmm. to call for help Um, because it's important to take care of yourself. And the other thing it's important to do is to arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor because they're still out there. Mm -hmm. So let's maybe do some self-care and uh, get some murderers off the street. Yeah, it's a really weird time to be studying criminal justice. Yeah. I think it's the perfect time. I agree. Change comes from within. Yeah, make notes of um, what is outdated as you're studying it, because I feel like now you're probably like a good raw nerve to sort of identify exactly what the fucking problems are. What are you grateful for, Anessa? Oh, do you guys prepare for this in advance? Because I am no. unprepared. No. My son just turned three. I um, am very grateful slash proud, I guess, that yes. he is becoming such a loving and sweet and smart and healthy little boy. Joy, what about you? I'm grateful that we all got to hang out. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Joy. Um. Don't tell my sleeping medicated husband who's behind me, but I'm grateful that his surgery went well. Um, yeah. Tim, her husband, had back surgery today on his spine. Today. Yeah. Today. Today. This today. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm glad that his um, pelvis will still thrust. Oh, <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> I'd been hoping that Anessa would see like a whole new way that we podcast and see how much we've grown and gotten better at this since the last time. But apparently, one of your episodes, and I last night went back and listened to ours just to make sure. Like I said, I wasn't being redundant. You guys have come along. I mean, just in the audio quality alone. It sounded like, yeah, it was just me. And then maybe you guys were there sometimes. And you then, know like, why? And while you're little, dun, 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 dun. And then Joy would be like, it's me again. I told you I'd pop in. Because <laughs> I You know why to. it was like that? Because I was in charge of putting together the mics and everything. And I shouldn't have been. Which is why Joy has taken over, because Joy has her shit together. I just color-coded everything. And she color-coded everything. Yeah, she's the one that can be trusted to be competent. I don't have any life skills. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're done. We're done.
everyone Let, thank you for listening yes and i'm okay. excited to hear what happens after this with you anessa and checking I'm back in for some updates yeah. of yep. the like the lurker mm. all right well guys. i love you too i love everyone listening Aww. alive okay. alive and and stay healthy wash your hands stop touching your fucking face mm-hmm. wear a mask and don't be afraid of the dark but I will. <laughs> it just sounds like Mr. Sandman when she does it. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>